1: Learn more at marines.com. Fillblax with Hellspan Elite Ultimate Way Protein 750 grams from Chemist Warehouse now forty nine point ninety nine. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Breakfast. Good morning, Izzy Kempe for Breakfast SCNZ, 7th of July, it is Friday, Friday, yes, we've made it lads, what a week, we've had some fun, just quickly, how'd you end up post uh, the show yesterday, was it a disaster, seen a few uh, photos coming through of some some toilet bowls, I don't know if that was your, I don't hope that wasn't your <laughs> Disaster, but uh, the yeah, how you feeling, lads? The
2: phantom, no, good mate. Morning, morning. Atomari, it's uh, there's a phantom here, eh, in this building. There um, always is, though,
0: like every workplace has yeah. that one person, I've the silent <laughs> assassin who uh, who just destroys the story.
2: And you know, me and Sammy were sitting in here after our sausage fest yesterday, and Gary went, like, <laughs> both of us have got Crohn's, and we're both going to make the stomach. We're, like it's a worse setup, you know. Like mm. we both got Crohn's. We yeah. We're chomping down on the sausage meat, and um, we're going, mate. It's not not feeling too good, is it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: he's,
2: he's going. What are you going to do? You, you're going here? I went. no nah, mate. I'm going home. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going home. And then I'm as I'm. Get, I get home. The photos start coming through, and I'm gone The phantom has struck again. Um, delicate bowels We've got delicate the, Delicate bowels Here bells. in the building so, hey, Mate I got, I got I got my thoughts On who it is it, uh, I don't think it's Sammy It definitely isn't me But I've got my uh, I've got my suspicions Of who the phantom is In the Do building you?
0: I'd love to get That information yeah, I got, um, And I
2: actually don't think He comes out of The SENZ um, Stable oh, <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I know Exactly <laughs> <laughs> And I and I'm with you I'm with you are you blaming someone up the corridor, are you? Oh, I'm just not saying I'm, that's it. I'm saying nothing. I'm saying <laughs> yeah. nothing. I'm just uh, you know, so I'm pretty suspicious. Oh. So there's a few rumours going around and you know, accusations. And, and, and obviously, mate, those photos that you saw, they're nothing compared to what, what some of them are. Um, yeah, no, yeah, there's some Someone with a real bad bell. Yeah, and it, I mean it's ironic that we've
0: both got crones. I actually uh, I went up uh, yesterday after the show as he played uh, Lydia Ko's home course at Pupuki, which uh, is the first time I've ever played ah. there. And um, look, if I was a terrible golfer already, it was made worse by the fact that you know two holes in. I was looking for the uh, for, the, funny for the for the uh, foliage to uh, <laughs> to pop a squat.
1: Oh, Lads, lads, lads! You must. Oh, it must be a horrible situation. Now it makes sense why you're a married couple. You've got your same a kind of diagnosis. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. You, you are twins. You're blood. Mm. You're blood brothers. But lads, look, obviously, we don't want to talk about toilets early in the morning. <laughs> but um, are you one of those people that you can't, you're out and about and you're so wary of going on that public toilet that you, you're like you're happy enough to drive home mm. and get home and just be comfortable? Mm.
2: Sometimes you can't make it, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Mate, look, and I, never, I never knew this, but you know, I got diagnosed with Crohn's oh, four, four, probably four years ago, five years ago, um, and it sort of made sense. As soon as, soon as the specialist said, make 99% sure you've got Crohn's, I was like, that's really interesting because I know every toilet from here to my house, where to stop. <laughs> you know, like, like in buildings, at the back of pubs. You know, places places where you don't even you don't even see them. Even walking uh, this week, and I walked past this um, spot and down this little alleyway. I was like, oh, I'm just going to say the word <laughs> um, there. There's a there's a toilet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they call it the um, with the with sort of the Crone's crew or the the um, uh, IBS crew. They call it uh, the ten minute warning. So like when you feel it. Like even just remotely, it's ten minutes. Like there is no more than that to, to find a, your way somewhere. It is
2: an uncomfortable and, feeling.
0: Very uncomfortable. And um, look, Izzy, I whether or not you want me to go, go into this, I don't know. But I have some. <laughs> I have a lot of stories of not quite making it. Um, and um, but I'm actually I'm <laughs> not a real. Me. Now I've look, made it. Now look, this this one I uh, don't lie, Tony <laughs> Kemp. I know for a fact that you. This <laughs> no, this will play into that um, you know that wedding story uh, the oysters I told you the other day with the portaloo? because mm. I'm a real and. Mm. and and I know Kempi's going to roll his eyes at this, I'm a real toilet snob. So like when I go into a toilet, especially like use the work ones, for example, like I won't touch a toilet that has any skiddies or like it has to be totally clean it has to be it has to be totally clean there has to be no one else in the bathroom like i cannot start until the, until the bathroom's empty so if i walk in there and i know there's a couple of people in there if a guy walks in and i'm about to get underway i put a hold on it i wait and i wait until they're gone i just need everything in my favor clip it, clip i need it. everything in my favor
1: oh. so get me, no, get me home get me home i, I I'm the same mate I'm the same There's nothing worse When you're so comfortable We're going to move on from this shortly (laughs) Sorry people But when you're You know You're just about to get Into your mahi And you're quiet And then that door goes And you're like Please go to the urinal Please go to the urinal And then they go Sit next to you Like oh no (laughs) (laughs) And he just doesn't Have a care in the world And he just goes The guy's
2: confident He's confident Mate the The funniest thing about this, about getting Crohn's, like when you get diagnosed, they give you all this information. They give you all this information, which is great. So you know this is what you've got, and you know this is how you you look after it, and da 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 da. da. But they give you a credit card, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, And on the card on the, it's like a credit card, plastic card, and on the card it says, "Excuse me, but I've got a bell condition. Yeah. I need to use your toilet." Yeah, and it's an actual card, yeah. so you can use oh it. You God. can walk into any any place around hand, the world. Yeah, and hand them this card. Yeah. I've never ever used it. I've thought, I've thought about it a couple of times. You can skip the queues as well. I've thought, like you know, you go to France and yeah.
0: stuff with these big queues,
2: you can skip it. Mate, you just show your credit card, well, and I've, off I've to been, the front you I've go. Been it's been like an American Express. In, I've been in places going now. Like, I got to go to the toilet and not knowing where the toilet is. And actually thought, mate, I'm gonna to have to go into that shop and yeah. hand them the card. <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> payment. Could you imagine getting given <laughs> that card? Oh, my.
1: I've learned something every day. You get a card so you can skip a line at a
2: toilet. Oh, that is fancy. You can go quickly. into anyone's business and give them the card and they will let you use their toilet.
1: Nothing worse, lads, when there's only one toilet. And you're at the front of that line, and you open that door, and there's about six or seven waiting. You're oh. like, sorry. <laughs> I did that in France. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. Boys, please stop. It's Friday pie day. You're putting me off my mince and cheese. apologize for that, lads. We've got a big show coming up. Double 0033, Timber Bed, most text machine. Oh, some some good chat. Hey, well done on on yesterday's hot dog eating competition, lads. Oh, it was great content. Yeah, it was, content. So funny it was absolutely it. funny. It was absolutely funny. I've watched it a couple of times. I so just can't uh, get over
0: Kimpy eating those sausages like a hamster, like it, with a carrot, <laughs> just sort of nibbling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it worked though. It did work. Oh yeah. In yeah. the commentary from Kiz, oh, he's got two hoodies. No, that's one. It's just tight. <laughs> <laughs> Camping oh, so day. good. <laughs> hey, lads, uh, obviously Ashes taking place overnight. Day one, Australia 263 all out. Mark Wood. Mark Wood, man, he was firing some heat down that wicket. And the wicket that was providing so much. Five for 34, a uh, rapid display. Chris woke. so the guys that were brought in for Test 3 uh, had some a bit of an input in the game. Three for 73, and I thought Stuart Broad, the wicket, was providing plenty. 63 for three overnight. You've got Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow at the crease. Oh, dear, yeah, reckon it's pretty evenly poised at the moment. Or England just a little bit in front.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a um, bowler's wicket certainly on day one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you, you get a, a full winnings in, and then um, and then the other ones you know the three wickets down England. So uh, definitely favouring the bowlers. Yeah, um, I'm a massive fan of Mark Wood. I think he's a fantastic bowler. Oh, he's um, so good. Yeah, and just uh, so potent when he's on. Sometimes he can be a bit inconsistent, but he was he was potent the uh, this morning. The, the really funny thing was when Bearstow came out and you can imagine all the attention on him at the (laughs) crease and just over accentuating, you know, staying in the (laughs) crease at the end of the over. He sort of stood there with his bat down, looking at all the Australians and uh, the crowd was getting into it, which, you know, was to be expected, but you know, it must be, it must actually be quite tough for him, um, Kempe mentally, because in the back of his mind, he probably thought, "Oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of do it." But he—he he is probably thinking about it all the time now. He probably is thinking, oh, "Don't get out of the crease, don't get out of the crease." And there were a couple little here. There was one where the ball got trapped underneath his pad, He didn't know where it was, and he was out of the crease. And he quickly ran, put his bat back in. Like he's—he's <laughs> got to be just a little bit mentally nervous about it all, doesn't he? he?
2: he uh, the mind games that that are being played at the moment. I think I think it is evenly poised. Is, I think, you know, losing that last wicket just before um, the close of day. Had hurt England. You know, they looked, he was looked really annoyed um, that last batter when he walked off um, with only, I think it was seven more Crawley, overs. Frawley, yeah. Um, Frawley, there's seven overs to play. Um, so I think it is evenly poised. And you did, right? The mental games out there, like, well, as soon as best they walked out. I and mean, yeah. you were like, whoa, here he comes. Yeah. You know, and uh, I just think um, they have to bat well tomorrow. You know, England, they have to bat well tomorrow. Because I'd like to see England win the next test you know, and for it to to be a real series. I'd like to see them win the next two because I think mm. going going into the last game and it's a and it's all on the fifth test mm. will be mm. mate, the theatre and the stories behind it all um would be something, you know, out of this world. So hopefully Baz can get his boys up, you know, I don't want I don't want the Aussies to, Aussies to win That's just plain but, and the the
0: problem is um given that it's a bowler friendly wick and you've already like mm-hmm. they've already chewed through, you know, like I said in innings England would almost have to bat the entire, entirety of tomorrow and get a massive lead, which is hard to do with seven wickets, mm. um, and then you know, ho- hope to skittle Aussie quickly. But the way it's heading, you'd think, OK, England might reach Aussie's total tomorrow, but then that's three days. For, so the, the, the draw's off the cards. Mm. I'd say the draw's 100% off the cards now. You're either going to get England or Australia winning it, which, mm. yeah, makes it exciting. But like you, Kevi, I hope Australia does. Uh, England does it to make it a... Joe Root's the key,
1: isn't he? Joe Root's the key, 19 not out, and Stokes, he's coming in lately. Uh, Johnny Biesto's still got an opportunity, but Joe Root's been relatively quiet in the, in the first two Ashes series. Uh, looking forward to seeing how, what he's able to do. The wicket will probably lose a wee bit throughout this uh, Test match. it will probably flatten up, and, and it might get a little bit easier for these batsmen, but uh, you're dead right. England need to stamp their mark, get a quality lead. Maybe, you know, what what, what would be a comfortable lead? If they're able to achieve it, 180? 180, maybe well, I 180 think, would gi- relatively. Yeah.
0: Given they've got the seven wickets, like it's yeah, it's very hard to imagine them putting on that, would essentially be what, three, four, three, four hundred runs with seven wickets. Very, very hard to do. So I think they'd be happy with, yeah, anything sort of over 100 runs. And then they've got to hope that they get Aussie out quickly so that they're only chasing potentially, you know, 150, mm. 200, which they can do with two
1: days. Yeah. Mitchell Marsh showed it as possible, 118. He was the only one that showed yeah. any sign of, of the way the bat on the green seamer. So Mitchell Marsh, 118. He might be able to stead the, the English bat, batsmen in the way that they approach this game. Ashes series live here, 9pm tonight, day two. Can England get into some form and hopefully put the pressure back on the Australian side? Lads, the All Black Squad first team announced yeah. at 3.30am couple of changes I didn't predict. Josh Lord starting at lock. Wow. Tinchy showing signs that uh, Fozzie's resting plenty of the starters in
2: the final. But DMACC takes the reins at 10. Yeah. What do you reckon? Oh, never saw that coming. Never saw that coming. Put Bodie at fullback. I thought, you know, um, Narawa, the, the side that you'd selected, it looked, it looked really good until you got down and went, well, Josh Lord playing in there at lock and the front row, I don't think anyone, you know, with those TAB odds got got the the front five, the front row and TAB the, lips, and the yeah. locks, you know. So um the back three, Shannon Frizzell, Sam Kane, Artie Sevilla, I think predictable. Um, mm. putting those three in. We talked about Frizzell, and and, you know, you would you know, said is, you know, that you liked his physicality and what he brings to the game. Um, but look, I never saw Damian Mack starting. I thought they'd start with Richie Mourner. I thought they'd give um, a shooter a crack, uh, Stevenson at fullback, before Bodie. But I don't, I don't know, like, he's not even on the bench. Like, you'd think you'd want to see him, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, the bench position's an interesting one. Braden all can cover centres and wing. Mm. Uh, so utility probably left him out. Um, you know, uh, Sean Stevens can still cover wing and full-back, but they need a, a centre or potentially someone. If someone gets injured in the centres, you know, Geordie can move to the back. Bodie, there's a lot of shuffling that's involved. But, yeah, Mac, I don't know. Like, is this a, a, show, a show of the All Blacks' best squad at their disposal? Has Fozzie gone down the route of, of resting uh, the players that have played so much rugby this year? You know, Brody Retellick, he's, he's not playing. Sammy Whitelock's injured, so Scott Barrett's taking the locking department with Josh Lord. Josh Lord hasn't played at all. No. No. At all. And this is his opportunity to potentially show what what he's capable of. Um, you got some you know, locks that have been around for a very long time. One of them gets injured, maybe two potentially. We're pretty limited. So mm-hmm. is this an opportunity to see what Josh Lord's available, uh, able to do?
0: Yeah. And it's um, – I think – you know, we talked a little bit about it yesterday with South Africa. Like, they – there's, there's that balance between trying to give guys the chance and that's probably the Damien at 10 is sort of trying to see how that can play out potentially ahead of a World Cup if you know injuries were to play a part he might be in that position. So you know, give him a chance against an Argentinian side that's not going to be as strong as South Africa next week. It's probably the perfect opportunity to do it. Boys, I, The thing I'm the most upset about is the fact that they named the team at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> what the heck is going on there? Like, seriously, who, who at NZRHQ has decided the perfect time to name an All next team is 3.30?
2: At least we got it for breakfast, so... Perf- perfect for us, yeah, perfect for us, I guess, Sam.
1: I guess.
0: But, you know, it would have been good if it was six or something. We could have hot off the press, you know. We're the first ones to talk about it. But uh, I think that, uh, to be honest, boys, given what we have what we have seen uh, from that team, I think it leads perfectly into a, uh, a can't-wait question of the day. Can't-wait question of the day. Well, wow, pretty pretty easy one. Biggest surprise? What's the biggest surprise oh, of that squad? Josh Lord
2: for for me. Josh Lord by country mile. Like it, I think the biggest surprise for me, is, apart from Josh Lord making there, is that Stevenson's not on the side
0: at all. Yeah, not in the. Because not in the because you
2: know, on one hand, you're saying, well, you know, we're short and we're going to have a look at Josh Lord. We're mm. going to give him. A, I can't work out the the dynamic of the thinking. So yeah, I, I get that. Yep, let's give Josh Lord a go. But then why wouldn't you do the same with Stevenson?
0: Yeah. Well, we, he's, we've not seen him in an all blacks jersey, have no, we?
2: No, and you've pulled him in. You've got the injuries, so you've pulled him in because you've left Will Jordan home, and you've pulled him in. You would have thought, and you you haven't got enough games. That's the other part. Yeah. So S- what are you what are you going to do? Wait for up. South Africa?
0: Yeah, that's a good. It's great point, Kempe. It's a great point. Is he? What, what are you? What's? Where are you leaning with the biggest surprise? Oh, Josh Hall?
1: <laughs> yeah, Josh Hall was the one that really. Stuck out to me when I was looking through the team, obviously losing Sam Whitlock. They've got Scott Barrett there. I thought they'd probably go with an experienced midfield um, uh, combination there at the locking department. But then I'm like, they're I think they're going down the route of, of resting a lot of players that have played so much rugby. So that's the reason probably why Dane Coles has got the nod. Mm. He's had a few weeks off. He's been injured. So this is an opportunity to see an experienced bloke get some game time at the top level. Um but, yeah, I touched on it yesterday. Like, is this a time to rest? We're only a couple of weeks out. We've got a couple of games. Is this a time to, to give them another week? Probably, you know, another week for those players that have played a lot of rugby. We'll do a hell of a lot. But, um, you know, we're only a couple of weeks out. So I'd say Josh Lord as well, Kempe. Uh Another one for me, I was, I was hoping to see Tamaiti Williams mm. having a crack, maybe getting his opportunity off the bench um, to see where he's at. But in, in the same thing, he's played 70 minutes Pretty much every game this year for the Crusaders, so that's the reason I can see his omission from the squad. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Joshua, but I I think the player that really needs a big game, Caleb Clark. Yeah, Caleb Clark needs a big game out there on the wing. He is, um, you know, he's he's struggled this year. I reckon potentially in the wing position, he needs to get busy. He needs to get his hands on the ball, go looking for work. Go looking for opportunities. Do not wait on his wing. I want to see how uh Caleb Clark is busy as hell out there looking for work. So I think he needs a big game. But Josh Lord.
0: Yeah, nice. All right. Well you can text us on double eight double three. Already some uh, ones coming in here about the All Blacks team. And yeah, just give us your thoughts on the All Blacks, uh, on on the All Blacks side, the Timber Bed Post Text Machine on double eight double three. That's our uh, our can't wait question of the day. We'll keep that rolling throughout the morning.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful, Sammy. Keep those messages coming through. Oh, eight hundred one five zero eight eleven as well. If you want to have your call, have your say. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. The real house, the fragrance. First team of the year was announced uh, this morning at 3.30am. So we get first dibs to have our say. Have your say. Double eight, double three. What was your first initial reaction? Any surprises in that All Blacks team? DMAC has been given the reins at 10.00. You've got Bowden Barrett, no surprises here at fullback. Moni Nalua, thoroughly deserved his first start in the All Blacks team. Braden Enor rounds out the reserves. You've got Dane Coles getting an opportunity at hooker position. You've got Josh Lord. Is that a surprise? Love to hear from you on 0800 150 811. If you want to have your say, Double eight, double three, temper post, text machine. i get a sense... There'll be many like you, Kimpy, and John uh, agrees with you. I'm with Kempy. There's no time to muck about. We need to get the ball rolling, and Dale's on the same lines. Lads, why is the ABs now a merry-go-round? In the old days, you knew a team, and it was the best team every game. It's a joke now from Dale. Dale, well, reason I can I can speak on I just don't think we know who our best team. Back in the day, in the golden era, I feel, was we had... 12, maybe 13, potentially, of the best players in that position in the world. It was an easier team to select. Right now, I just don't think we know. I don't think we know. We need a lot of players to put their hand up. Artie Sevier, potentially, over the last couple of years, has put his hand up to command his selection. He'll probably be one of the first names on the card, Kempi. 100%,
2: and I, th- I think... What uh, what has transpired over a number of World Cups and the rotation of players is a confused state of mind. That's you know that's what I think. Everyone's confused, but when reality is that if you're playing Test matches, like think about it from a uh, from a player's perspective. If you knew you were the best number fifteen in the world and they selected you, mate, it's up to the other guys to come and take your jersey off you. But at the moment, you actually don't know if you're going to be picked next week, so everyone's confused. You know, like people and and we said it, Bodhi you'll probably get picked at fullback. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been saying it, so we knew that that was the methodology. But is he the best fullback? That's a, that's the confused state. Everyone's going, well, don't think mm. he's the best fullback. No. So what's happened to just picking the best team?
0: And it's funny because when you think about, say, the NRL. Um, or even Super Rugby, where you know teams, by and large, get named the same from week to week, unless they they hit sort of a forced into resting place. It, it is hard with the All Blacks. If you look at a normal calendar year where they have the the June um, international window, which is generally only three or four games, and then they have the Rugby Championship at the end and a Northern tour, it it is hard to to balance keeping the same guys on the field, but at a point, if it's not working, changing it. And obviously, they've tried to stick with the dual playmaker thing for a long time now, maybe to try and get consistency. But there's a point probably where you do have to move on. It, it's it's a it's a very very tough challenge. For them, but I'm totally in your camp, Kempio. I think, f- particularly for fans, you there's been so much chopping and changing over the last three or four years that you just like Adi Xavier as you said, is he probably the only person you would out and out name straight away? And then the rest, it's it's you know here's a here's a list of 50 names. Take your pick. Mm. You know, and cohesion
1: yeah. in it, Sammy. Mm. Cohesion, Kimpy, Sammy. Like, how important is cohesion? It's hugely vital. Combinations, connections, understanding of each other's games, and we haven't had that for the last four years. And and it'll be easier for us to blame Fozzie but I think a lot of it has to come back to to the playing group as well. Like, is yeah. there anyone that is commanding, demanding selection week in week out? Artie Savier, hundred percent. Brody Vitalik? potentially. You know, like there's a couple of names here, but back in the day, there was about thirteen of them that commanded yeah. that they were in the team week in, week out.
0: Hey, is when you um, when you developed that um, combination with um, with uh, CJ and it was Richard Car yeah, you boys with a with a bomb yep. squad. Mm. Did that when they put you guys together, did it click straight away, or did it actually take you a bit of time to to you know learn off one another?
1: Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I'll say it, click straight away because reality is um, we played together zero times. Actually, <laughs> I played with a hell of a lot of. We, our first game was the start of the World Cup. Mm. Kahui played on the wing, and and, uh, and CJ was off the bench. I was actually starting with Isaiah Toyava. So, look, cohesions and combinations coming together is important, but the reality is you've just got to click straight away. There is no time. Yeah. Um, so you know, on the flip side. They've got an opportunity. But I, I just, yeah. If Full Jordan was there, available, would Bowden Barrett be playing? Well, if you're picking the best team, no. It's just you've got to move past, like,
0: it's, you have to at times move past sentiment and loyalty. This is probably what, you know, we were talking about State of Origin the other day, what they've got to sort of get past as well with, like, James Tedesco. Mm. Like, are you scared to drop Bowden Barrett? You know I, what I mean? Like, the, like we all know, Bowden Barrett's a class player, and he's a great. He's a great. Athlete, he's been a great All Black, and you know, he's one Player of the Years, you know, multiple times. But you know, if if on if you know categorically that Will Jordan at the moment is the best fullback in New Zealand, you pick him, and you, you put that sentiment and that loyalty, you know, park it to one side, and and like we say, let make Bowden Barrett take the jersey back off Will Jordan.
2: I, look, I just quickly, I think that if you if you're the best team in the world. Yep, like, and you, and it's uncategorily, you're the number one. You know, there's no questions whatsoever. Fine, mixing the team around. Yeah. But when you're sitting in fourth position, yeah. arguably, at the moment, mm. and you're still playing around with a team, mate, how are you going to mm. get past third, second, and first? Mm. Your best yep. team's no, going to get pre- past third, second, and first. That's, the, that's my answer. Mm.
1: Will Jordan's got head problems, so potentially yeah, that's a concern for for us as as a team in Fozzie. So if if he's not available, Bowden Barrett is he going to be our man to take us through the World Cup? Is he the Mister Fixer? Let us know. Double eight, double three, plenty of messages coming through. We're got to shoot off. We'll come back. We'll get some headlines and we'll keep up this reaction to the All Blacks squad. Uh, here's Aroha with the news for Boat. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.